the City of Albuquerque Public Art Urban Enhancement Division and Department of Arts and Culture proudly present Take Another Look. Built on the foundation of two city ordinances, art in municipal places, and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund, the Public Art Urban Enhancement Division provides funds to artists to create art for the public, as well as arts organizations for arts and cultural programming. Join us as we discuss everything related to funding artists in the public realm with host Joni Palmer. Hello, I'm Joni Palmer, and welcome back to Take Another Look at Albuquerque's Public Art. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Mayor Tim Keller and Dr. Shell Sanchez. We will be discussing the new home for the Public Art Urban Enhancement Division and the new art gallery in City Hall, Gallery One. So I'm gonna share really brief bios for both of our guests. So born and raised in Albuquerque, Mayor Tim Keller's leadership is centered around the One Albuquerque Unity Vision, a clarion call honoring the city's diverse heritage and championing residents from all walks of life. In his second term as the 82nd leader, 31st mayor of Albuquerque, he deeply believes in power uh, that we all have to lift up our city despite our challenges. Prior to public service, Tim spent 15 years working with tribal governments and large companies. He resided in Cambodia for three years, where he ran the nation's first technology company focused on bringing living wage opportunities to landmine victims and survivors of trafficking. Tim is an Eagle Scout and a Kellogg Foundation Race Equity Fellow. Following graduation from St. Pius High School, he graduated from University of Notre Dame, where he studied art history. He then went on to earn an MBA with honors from Harvard. From the state, from state senator to the international district, to his role as Senate Minority Whip, Majority Whip, sorry, uh, to New Mexico State Auditor, to now Mayor of Albuquerque, he has tackled some of the biggest issues facing Albuquerque and the state of New Mexico. So welcome, thanks for joining us. Thank you, that was, that was a long, short bio, <laughs> but hey, I appreciate it. <laughs> that is a short version of what he's done yeah, so yeah, far, so exactly. yeah. Exactly, he's done a lot. <laughs> and Dr. Shell Van Etten de Sanchez is an administrator, facilitator, creative, and optimist who enjoys intersections of arts, education, and community. Appointed in 2018, she is the Director of Arts and Culture for the City of Albuquerque. She, um, this this um, department in the in the city is a vibrant department with three museums, a world class biopark, a public library system, two theaters, public access media studios and channels, and a public art division with 1,400 plus works of art. She has 30 plus years of experience and leadership in settings that include cultural institutions, higher education, nonprofits, entrepreneurship, and in the classroom. She holds a deep commitment to creativity and collaboration, working diligently to foster opportunities for others to connect through arts and culture. She has a PhD in education with a focus on evaluation and statistics, an MA in special education, and a BA in Spanish and French, all from the University of New Mexico. Go Lobos. That's right. Woof, woof. <laughs> um, building strong teams, complementing large projects, and making positive change in the public sector are where she now finds her deepest professional reward. So thanks for joining us. Thank you. All right. So um, today we're going to be talking about the new home for the Public Art Urban Enhancement Division and the new art gallery in City Hall. So for all our listeners, we are actually recording this episode 
in the new City Hall Art Gallery, Gallery One. And now I'm going to just spend a minute giving a little bit, you know, setting the stage. So in 2021, Bernalillo County's administrative offices moved from City Hall to Alvarado Square. This move created an opportunity to update and renovate multiple areas of City Hall, as well as more space for city departments to fill, including the new art gallery on this first floor of City Hall. Gallery One will serve as an educational resource with exhibitions that complement and support existing public art urban enhancement programming. The public art staff have also moved their offices to the first floor right behind the gallery that we're sitting in. So beautiful offices back there. Come by and visit the staff. Um, they'll be very happy to see you. So, um, so I'm going to start with a question for both of you. So why is arts and culture important at the macro scale? I have to ask scale questions. I'm a geographer. So um, thinking about the city, the metropolitan area, and, and then at the very personal level, why, why, why is it important? You want to go first? Oh, the PhD's <laughs> got to start with that one. Um, you know, this is, I mean, it's so interesting because this question I get asked in so many different settings and in so, for so many different reasons. Um, and it's a hard question to answer, even though art and culture are so um, kind of natural and ingrained in who we are as, as people, as individuals, and also as communities at the macro level. Um, mm -hmm. But it's a very difficult question to answer, but I will try. Okay. So culture to me is, um, are, are these kind of intersections of the way we see ourselves and the things that are important to us and how we express ourselves as community. So, you know, our language, our food, um, the clothes we wear, the way we do things, the times we do things, like these are all components of culture that we kind of like develop together in community. And then for me, arts is often the like individual expressions that maybe we adopt and we use as as a community. But often art is like our individual expression through music and through, um, you know, our our poems and the things that we draw or the way we decorate our clothes and our houses and all of these things. So to me, they're they are separate, but they are absolutely connected. OK, OK. So the way I would look at it is, you know, these things, uh, you know, that there's sort of this old dynamic about like art imitating life or life imitating art. And, you know, it's like kind of both. Mm -hmm. And so I think similarly, like culture reflects who we are, but it also Im influences who we are. And everything that, that Shell articulated with respect to even our food, right? right. So I view very much, it's, it's almost like the the water we swim in, if you want to look at sort of like that analogy, it's all around us and it impacts who we are, but we also impact it. Right. And so uh, to me too, in a place like Albuquerque, New Mexico, you know, we have a unique culture, uh, at least in America, I would argue more unique than anywhere other than maybe like a Hawaii or something to that effect, at least for a state. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so for us, that elevates the role of culture because for us, it's also deeply ingrained in identity. And I think you also see tensions around uh, whether that identity is sort of rising or falling with respect to states around us or our communities around us. Um, and then we also see this, I mean, at every level. So even on a granular level to our families and ourselves, to the extent that we have um, influent, different cultural influences in our own family and sort of what that means for how we're raising our children. So right. uh, it impacts so much that defines who we are. So the, I think last part of that I would just add is, 
you know, for me, arts played a really interesting role only because for whatever reason, I was always drawn to art history, probably because I had no artistic talent myself. <laughs> so, you know, why not learn how to like appreciate something if you can't actually do it? Uh, and so, uh, but it really stuck with me. And, and for me, it's actually a similar um, interplay between empathy. Like I think art historians, you, you have to understand the context and what that painting says or that art object says. So in a way it is about like listening to the community. Like to me, those are very similar empathetic exercises, but then the, the converse of that is telling a story. You know, most art, not all is intended to say something, although some on purpose, right. It's to say nothing, but like, even that is, I would argue a story. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, trying to understand how we move our city in the future to me is the same as saying, what is our story going forward? To me, that is the definition of what a mayor should be working on writing. Very interesting, right? I mean, you know, what is the story that we, we are telling ourselves and mm -hmm. that we are telling others about us? Exactly. So then that, that gets me to um, a question for you. Uh, and And it's, related to what you were just talking about. So why did you prioritize the creation of this gallery when you were working on the planning and construction of this first floor, the renovations? Why was that important? You know, I've always believed that because of what we spoke about with respect to the role of culture and arts as an expression of that culture um, in our community, I think, I think is much more critical than in a lot of other cities. Now it's critical everywhere. I'm not saying that it's not, but on a relative basis, I think we very much cling to and define ourselves by our arts and culture. And uh, I think a lot of urban areas, you know, they, they have arts and culture, but they don't define themselves by that art and culture. So for us, I think it is important as a city that arts and culture has a similarly elevated role. And so to me, I can think of no better way to create a city hall that symbolizes our whole city than to fill it with art from our whole city. So that's the concept behind it. And then of course, mechanically, you know, this used to be treasury. This is where you would like pay parking tickets and stuff. <laughs> so I was also looking Wonderful. at like why you come to city hall and what you do. Do you come to like fork over your hard earned money, you know, right. and sort of essentially be kind of punished by <laughs> government in some way? Uh, or are you, or do you see yourself in city hall or are you uplifted in city right. hall? And so to me, I much prefer the latter and the way to do that was a gallery. So we had this space and I forget actually exactly how the idea came together, but we wanted a place where, uh, art and culture could be front and center in city hall, both in perception, mm -hmm. uh, and in terms of feeling what people feel when they go to city hall, we want them to feel Albuquerque. Right. not feel like tax collector country. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Shell, can you tell us a little bit about um, the gallery? What is its mission, its purpose? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the I have to say the public art team has been doing amazing work on envisioning this gallery, um, you know, not just what the walls are going to look like and, you know, where to put the lights, but really what it's about. And it's it's really meant to be an, an intersection um, for the community with artists and arts from the community. 
and city government. And I know at first people think, well, that doesn't make sense. But I feel like if you come, you, you'll know that it makes sense. Right. And so it will, um, we'll have rotating shows. Um, it fills another need, which is an accessible space for more community exhibitions. There's not a lot of spaces outside of, you know, very traditional museum space for um, artists to exhibit in such a beautiful space. And people will see that when they come here. You know, it's not it's not an afterthought gallery. We didn't just right. carve out a corner. It's truly a gallery that was meant to be a gallery from the beginning. So thanks to Mayor Keller for for making that happen. Um, and, you know, I think that's it's kind of it's kind of exciting and it's not something you would normally see on the first floor of any city hall. So I'm very excited. And also just the fact that it's an elevated space for all of um, this team that works and intersects with the community all the time. So it's a big step forward and it, and it says a lot about this administration's commitment to arts. Definitely. And so can the public come anytime? I mean, not anytime, but they can come anytime it's open. So starting, um, we open to the public with a big party on January 5th in the evening. Um, and then from that point on, it will be open Monday through Friday, uh, nine or 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Unless, of course, City Hall is closed. So on, on holidays. But yeah, it will be open um, and you can just walk in and maybe you have other city business. Maybe you're just downtown. Uh, but you can come and hang out. There's also a nice little restaurant right across right. the hallway, so you can make a you can make a lunch hour out of it. Right, definitely. So tell us a little bit about about this. Uh, what's in the gallery right now? Those of you who are watching on YouTube, you can see it behind us. Um, tell us about this first exhibit. Um, it's called A Day in the Life. And so this is actually a day in the life of the city. So there are, and I can't remember, but I think it's seven different departments represented here. And uh, we commissioned um, seven photographers to come and spend a day. I think in a couple of cases, they spent more than one day, but spend a day with the city department and um, give us some behind the scenes and maybe some surprising views of what city employees are doing. So there's, I'm just looking around, there's a planning department, there's arts and culture, there's parks and rec, there's Albuquerque community safety, there's some other cool, oh, there's senior affairs. So it's a real yeah. diversity of what is happening, honestly, every single day, not just Monday through Friday, but uh, every day of the week um, in terms of government and uh, municipal services for our community. And and they're beautiful photographs. Right. They're right. amazing. Hope you can, when you're listening now, I hope that you're going to come down and take a look, not another look, a first look a first and then another look <laughs> yes. at the gallery. So um, part of this too, I just want to add yeah. is uh, that, you know, there's about 2000 people, I think, that work in this building. So for the hmm. artists oh, yeah. too, I think embedding galleries in places where people already are. Uh, also gets exposure uh, for the artist and those individuals like to each other in a way that, you know, like, cause not everyone self selects to go to a gallery. I mean, I think unfortunately right. very few people do. Right. And so I think by mixing that experience, which is really what public art is all about fundamentally too. So for us though, at city hall, it's like, we want people to drift in and out of here. Yeah. And that what a fitting opening exhibit, right? Because right. they're literally going to see themselves, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I think that's an important, um, you know, an important point that there is a lot of there are a lot of people in and out of City Hall, in addition to the 2000 people that work in the building. Right. Right. A lot of people come here. And so it's a very different space, um, a very active space to right. share art. Right. And to just happenstance. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So. Um, so 
what's going to happen after this this first exhibition? Can you tell us about the future of this space? Well, I mean, I can tell you like the near future, but we will have rotating exhibits throughout the year. So this is not a space that you come once and then you're like, I saw that, you know, the, there will be probably at least four shows, maybe as many as six shows um, a year. The next show is the employee art show. This is something that we started with this administration. This will be either our second or third um, of the employee art show. And so that's really amazing to walk into a gallery and see, um, you know, all kinds of art from, uh, you know, artists who are working in city government. And I'm, I'm not talking about the Department of Arts and Culture. I'm talking, you know, um, there's a, an amazing artist that works in maintenance at the biopark and there's or over at the zoo. And there's also amazing um, artists that work in solid waste. And so, you know, you get really surprised um, and sometimes you get surprised by your coworkers. Right. You right. know, not just, you know, what people are doing all, every day and then this other really beautiful um, kind of creative expression that they have as well. well what a great follow up to yeah. this show. Yes. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and then after that, we'll see, you know, I mean, there's so many, we'll be showing a lot of, um, uh, artists from the community as well. So those shows will just be rotating. There'll be different themes all the time. So a reason to come and visit. All right. Great. Well, um, are there any other thoughts or, or anything else you want to share with our listeners? Well, just that, uh, we hope folks enjoy our public arts program all around the city. I think we, have uh, under Shell's leadership and our whole team really tried to emphasize uh, building up our arts community. And so we believe in in funding artists as a profession uh, and we mm -hmm. believe in covering as much space as we can with art. Uh, and so the primary example of that now is the airport. So as you go through the airport, uh, notice the new art that's coming up also as part of, it's all part of the renovation, right. but I think we're investing $3 million and, you know, the lion's share of it is all local. So, uh, these are, you know, gifts for generations of Bricanos to come as they visit and come in and out of the airport, but they're also, uh, you know, empowerment, both financially and professionally for those artists. Right. And so we're very excited about uh, what essentially is the largest public arts project that anyone can remember, uh, probably since the last renovation of the airport. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so uh, very exciting. In the first part of that, it's, there's about a fifth of it is done. So now when you're waiting in line mm -hmm. to at security, look around on the walls. There's okay. some amazing new art. All right. Show. Um, no, I mean, I just, it's been amazing to be in this role for all of this time, but also to see these ideas, um, really manifest. And so I do encourage people to come down and visit the new gallery and, um, understand like what it looks like when, you know, city leadership really prioritizes arts right. and literally puts it at the center of what they're yeah. doing every single day. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for talking, talking with me today. Um, we appreciate you coming down into the gallery. Thank you. And thanks for your podcast. This oh. is wonderful for everyone yeah, uh, who can you. enjoy it. Thanks. Well, so to our, our listeners, um, we hope that you will be able to come to the grand opening on Friday, January 5th. It's from three to 5 PM. 
Um, I, yes, and That's into it. the evening. Okay. Well, you can get more information. You can go to... Oh, it is 5 to 8 p.m. Oh, okay. I am getting hand signals from across <laughs> the room. It is from 5 to 8 p.m. Okay, 5 to 8 p.m. You can learn more about the grand opening and the gallery by going to cabq.gov backslash gallery one. So thank you for listening, and we hope that you will take another look at Albuquerque's public art. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Albuquerque Public Art Program, the Public Art Collection, opportunities for artists, and so much more, visit cabq.gov slash public art. To learn more about the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund, visit cabq.gov slash UETF. Tune in next time to take another look at the City of Albuquerque Public Art Urban Enhancement Division.